0: Welcome to the Don't Trip on the Usual Travel Podcast from Beyond Experiences. My name is Kishan and I'll be speaking with Rashmi on Arunachal today. Hi, Rashmi. Hi, Kishan. To get started, tell me something about Arunachal Pradesh. What is there to see in this place?
1: This is the most common question that I come across, actually. Uh, What to see? Now, what we must realize is that this is not a... It's not a small state in terms of geography. It's a very small state in some population. But uh, from a geographical point of view, it's very large. And there are belts which have to be covered at one go. It's it's not like a hub and spoke kind of a model that, you know, you land at one place and then you go to another place. Uh, you can cover a lot, come back, go to another side. So it doesn't work like that. So what we will do today is that uh, we will keep it uh, restricted to one belt, which is the Bomdila dirang tawang that belt. And all of them can be covered at one stretch. All of them are actually uh, mountainous. Um, They're slightly common in their cultural landscape. So we'll keep it restricted to that because if we try to look at the entire state, then I think... uh, We'll have to look at one more episode of this so that we can cover the rest of it. Is This belt is in news most of the time. In fact, uh, in 1962, the Chinese soldiers actually entered India from this route. Uh, prior to that, uh, Dalai Lama actually entered India from this route. And that's why we also call it the Dalai Lama Trail because he entered uh, India through Tawang and then he reached uh, Teshpur, which is an Assam. And, of course, now he lives in Dharamshala. So this uh, route is also, that's why known as the Dalai Lama Trail. Also, this place is always in the news because of uh, some or the other action happening across the border by the Chinese soldiers. So a lot of times, uh, we hear that, you know, the Chinese have uh, built up or increased their uh, number of soldiers who are deployed there. Uh, Most of the time, they... Are very interested in this territory because uh, religiously or historically it's slightly significant for them. Uh, This place which is Tawang has the second largest monastery in this world. The first one is in Lhasa and this is the second one. And this is the place where the sixth Dalai Lama was born. Uh, 13th had passed away and uh, 14th escaped from this route. But uh, historically, if you go back, a couple of centuries back, Tawang used to be a part of Tibet. And if you see the similarities between the uh, uh, culture, the religious practices, the food, uh, so it's quite understood that uh, it is quite similar. The way of living, etc. is very, very similar to what it is in Tibet. So, when we talk about this belt, uh, this is what you can cover here is your really the uh, starting from T P, which is known for orchids, then a valley called Bumdilla, then a valley called Tirang, and then comes Tawang, which is really at 13,000 feet. This is not a very known place, you know, a lot of very few people know about it, and it actually was first talked about in the 90s when there was a movie which is uh, called Koila uh, not a very very successful movie but yeah had Madhuri Dikshit and Shah Rukh Khan and was shot there and uh, parts of the movie were shot there in fact there was a song which was shot there and then those days there was not that much of social media etc so it was written about in newspapers and in news channels and a lot of people started talking about it now of course with the focus uh, by the government of Arunachal of Sam and because of social media when people travel they share Uh, there is some amount of awareness about this place about the beauty of these places Uh, but in general it doesn't make it to the bucket list of people easily so what's uh, very interesting when you're going there is uh, if you are traveling and as you start moving to the higher altitudes, you'll come across a lot of poles and bridges where it will be written, Fikr not, Fikr not. Uh, Fikr in Hindi or Urdu means uh, worry. So it it typically means don't worry. Uh, So these are all uh, roads and bridges built by the Border Roads Organization, the BRO. And they make this, uh, they write these caption or graffiti at uh, different points. And it's also because it's a difficult terrain, so you're trying to, maybe it's it's sort of motivation for people or maybe for themselves. But it looks very good because it's very clean, very neat, uh, surfaced roads. And then you come across these captions, uh, feels good. So if I talk about this place, this is basically very high altitude. The Wang is almost uh, 13,000 plus. Uh, It is known for beautiful waterfalls the mountains the monastery and in general because these places are not densely populated you know the population density here is one of the lowest so what happens is uh you don't feel like being in a crowded place where you know you're really jostling for space etc etc so great place to have quality time quiet time you whether you are a solo traveler or you're traveling with family, friends, etc. You can just enjoy that place. You can get into hikes. Uh, You can visit these waterfalls. You can actually spend time in the monastery, speak with the monks, meditate, try the local food, etc.
0: What is the best way to reach Arunachal?
1: So like I said, this is not a place unlike a lot of other states where your capital becomes the you know, hub uh, for visiting other places as in you land in the capital city. So, capital city is Itanagar, uh, uh, but given the way this geography is structured, it doesn't work like that. So, for example, we're talking about the bank today. So, if you're wanting to go there, uh, the nearest airport for you is Tejpur. Uh, however, because the connectivity is very less there uh, in terms of number of flights, it's just two in a week and that two from from Calcutta. I would recommend traveling to Guwahati and from there as in you can reach Guwahati by flight or you can reach Guwahati by train and then from there you drive down. Please keep that in mind that don't look at driving distances here. These are mountain roads. It takes a lot of time. So when you reach Guwahati you can actually drive to Tejpur which is roughly a four hours drive and ideally stay overnight in that place or you can stay in a place called Nameri which is hardly 25 kilometers from there it's a national park beautiful eco camps there so a great way to relax and maybe do some bird watching Uh, if you are in season maybe do river rafting and then next day you should start the journey onwards now, when I'm saying start the journey onwards, don't look at driving to Tawang in one day. That's a bad idea. Ideally, the best way to travel is to start from there and plan for a stopover at, let's say, Bomdila. Bomdila is a small valley. It's a beautiful valley. There are some monasteries, uh, great sites to see, etc. Go to the market, meet the locals, and next day you should head to Tawan. Also when you are travelling to these places, remember uh, these roads have a lot of hairpin bends. It's not an easy, uh, what should I say, it's, it's it's not an easy drive, though the roads are great. But these are really hairpin bends and uh, if you are not somebody who is very, what should I say, used to travelling the mountains there could be some sort of uneasiness Uh, if we can deal with that then once you reach there i think things will be fine and that's the reason that you should plan for stopovers Uh, you should plan for taking as many breaks so that the journey is comfortable so typically you'll find vehicles like tata sumo or uh, innova etc traveling on this road so take your stops and that's also a great way to capture if you are a amateur photographer or a a person who loves photography then you would want to capture some of these breathtaking views of mountain tops from wherever you're stopping. There's a lot of fog there in terms of uh, especially in winter you will have to come across a lot of uh, cloud of fogs which needs to be you know cleared before you can get ahead so that also slows you down a lot. Like I said, uh, it's not that you'll come to one place and go to another. So you will cover this belt, one full belt. And this belt itself is fairly rich, especially if you're somebody who loves nature, who wants a quiet uh, vacation, who's looking for a, a peaceful holiday. Or if you're somebody who's wanting to do some soul searching, spirituality, I think it it will take all the buckets.
0: I remember when we spoke about Sikkim, you mentioned that we needed a permit to visit each and every place. Is that the same case down here in Arunachal as well?
1: So yes, there is a requirement of an aligned permit. So before you even enter the state, you have to obtain the permits. Permits can be uh, procured or uh, can be processed either in Guwahati, in Tejpur, in Kolkata, in these places. And once you have the permit, you can travel. It's, it's, it's a very peaceful process. You just need the uh, ID card, your uh, duration of travel, your addresses, etc. And then uh, they'll verify an issue the permit.
0: When Anand was here, he did mention about his trip to Mechuka. Is Mechuka along the way to Tawang, Dirang, Zemitang and bomdela
1: Mechuka, no. Like I told you, one belt has certain set of uh, destinations to be covered. If you want to travel to Mechuka, your airport itself changes. You will either travel to Dabruder or Jorhat and from there you'll move ahead. To come to this belt, you will either fly to Guwahati or you fly to Teshpur or you take a train to Guwahati, whichever way. So it's not it's not on the same belt.
0: How many days would you recommend to visit Arunachal? Would a week be sufficient in order to cover this place?
1: Now, first thing to be kept in mind is mountain versus the plains. Second is, what's your motivation to travel? Why are you traveling? Because for me, I would say, if you reach the Wang spend minimum three nights there, there's a lots to explore, there's a, a lots to be you know discovered etc. Even if you're not the adventurous kinds and don't really uh, walk up to the Bumla Pass uh, or take up the treks etc. Just to spend time with yourself and the place itself you will take time and like I said it's 13,000 plus feet that's the altitude it's at a great height you need to acclimatize you would like to walk around the place walking is great explore that place walking around visit the monastery uh, go to the waterfalls go to these places like uh, sella top etc etc understand the stories speak with the locals uh, the great thing is a uh, lot of people speak in me there so if you look at uh, Arunachal, why this is so diverse is that uh, this place typically will be very, very close to the Tibetan culture. Otherwise, the dominant tribes of Arunachal would be Nishi, Apatani, who are not here. They are at a different place. I would say, when you're looking at number of days, budget for at least uh, 8 to 10 days, you have to ask me, I would say, while going, make a stopover either at Bomdilla or Dirang, While coming back again, make a stopover at one of these places, spend three days or three nights in Tawang, spend a day at Tejpur or uh, uh, Namiri. I think it's a great option. Uh, Fairly different uh, landscape, so uh, you'll actually enjoy it. It'll add some uh, diversity or color to the whole travel. The other thing is, uh, if you look at Tejpur itself, it's a town which has a lot of mythological connections. So if somebody is interested in mythology, I think... uh, You can spend half a day there. You can spend more, but if it is just a part of the plan to stay there over the night, then some amount of uh, exploration can be done close to Brahmaputra. Enjoy a cruise in the evening. So I won't say uh, one week. Is it sufficient? It depends. You can cut down your number of days in Tawang. But then I think uh, these are not places you can go again and again because they're not very close by. Let's say you're traveling from Bangalore you will fly to Guwahati. From Guwahati, you like to Teshpur, then to Bombilla, then to Tawang, etc. I would say, ideally, you want to experience the place. You really want to understand the place. Watch it for 8 to 10 days.
0: What are the three standout experiences that one must cover in Arunachal?
1: Again, I will uh, keep it restricted to the same belt. Uh, so, the monastery, yes. Uh, Then I actually did trek up to this Bumla Pass. It's difficult. Uh, A person of my fitness also found it difficult. It was cold also. Uh, But it is something that uh, if you're into hiking, etc., you should uh, try out. The third one for me was on the way. There's a place called Jaswantagar. I've in fact written about this uh, soldier called Jaswan Singh. This is a Person who was martyred in the Indochina War of 1962, and his story is very very interesting. So this whole uh, place is a memorial for him. And uh, apparently, what had happened was uh, the Indian army was asked to retreat, and this guy decided to hold the fort. And here, he along with two local girls. So there were two local girls. One was called Nura and one was called Sena. He was holding the fort and the Chinese thought that there were too many soldiers there who were firing. But what was happening was there was this person and there were these two girls who were bringing the ammunition. Of course, later on, uh, the girls get caught because Chinese had to figure out that there were uh, two human beings who were moving up and down and they caught them and this a girl jumped from the top, so that top is called cellar top. So, Indian Army treats him as a person who is alive. So, even after his death, uh, he was not treated as a uh, ex-soldier, but he was treated as somebody who was still on duty. And every year, the regiment would send his trunk and his belongings to his family, like the way it is... Uh, uh, for any other soldier when they travel home they carry their trunk and a lot of uh, stuff and then they come back after a month of uh, holiday etc and he was actually he was a javan uh, he was from north india and he was actually given an honorary promotion and he became uh, a captain he retired as major i think uh, so this is a story that uh, everybody believes uh, now the point is uh you or i may question the authenticity etc etc but the fact that yes he was a soldier yes he died uh, there's a tree there there's a telephone uh, wire which was used to hang him everybody else believes that he's the guy who was uh, really guarding this terrain for so many years till he retired as a soldier who was still on duty so there's there's the man who still received salary even after he passed away rather than pension and who was given promotions uh, after his death so it's an interesting story it's an interesting experience the place itself is great because uh, really you get to meet a lot of these soldiers from Indian army who are from all over the country and you know they are working in such a difficult terrain that the respect comes out naturally for them you know you, you Meet them, you talk to them, humble people, and you look at them and think that, okay, these guys are working so hard and that's why you and I are safe. That's another interesting experience that I thought was uh, very standout. Meeting the locals is uh, something that uh, you must, must uh, try and meet the locals, especially if you're in Bombadilla, meet the village headman.
0: Considering its close proximity to Assam, can one visit some parts of Assam as well?
1: If you have time, yes. While going, if you're staying at Namiri, you can definitely, uh, while going and while coming back, cover parts of Tejpur. uh, Explore the National Park, do bird watching, do rafting, etc. Kaziranga is not very far from Tejpur. It's hardly uh, less than two hours, I would say, from Tejpur. So, you can add two more days in Kaziranga. That's two more days is good. Anything less than that, according to me, is not even worth it. And when we spend a day in Guwahati, uh, explore Guwahati, there's a weaving village which is less than an hour from Guwahati. So add four or five more days and you can make your vacation more colorful.
0: Lastly, tell me something about the food in Arunachal.
1: Again, let me keep it to this belt only. Like I said, uh, there are other parts which are different, which have a different kind of a uh, cuisine. Here you will find a combination of the mompa food, Tibetan food, and the amount of northeastern influence on the food. So you will get your momos, you will get your thukpas, Uh, there's a local version of pancake called Zan. You must try it. Uh, Food to me is a way of understanding culture, so every time I travel I try to try the local food and just try to understand why and how if you're in a cold place you know steamy hot momos and these tuppas and soups etc are really the great comfort food so that's about uh, my take on one part of Arnachar Pradesh uh, which is the belt the Dalai Lama Trail you may call it or the mountain belt there are other places like Zero there's a place called Zero Z-I-R-O there's a very famous music international music festival that happens there called Roots so we'll talk about it in some other episode I think uh, for today, this was my two cents on this place and the experiences here and how to travel, etc.
0: Thanks for coming over, Ashmi. It's always a pleasure having you here.
1: Thank you for having me here. Pleasure talking to you.
0: Thanks for tuning in. Do come back for more such experiences to the Beyond Experiences Travel podcast. Take care, stay safe, have fun, and whatever else you do, don't trip on the u ship.